What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Jonah. Hi, my name is Jonah. I like dogs, and my what if question is what if JF Cat tried to drink a bottle of hot sauce, and then the bottle of hot sauce tried to take over the world? Thank you. Woo! I would not want to drink a bottle of hot sauce, especially one bent on world domination. Then we've got one more write-in question from a patron named John. John's 11 years old and asks, What if Fred the dog accidentally turned fairly evil and the giant squidipus was good? Oh, we might have a visit from Cathuncle later on. Folks at home, this is What If World's five-year anniversary. And one of the big reasons we've been able to stay independent all these years is because of our Patreon supporters. So this week, I'm asking you, before we get to the story, to consider supporting my show and my family at patreon.com slash whatifworld. You get access to all 221 episodes of What If World ad-free, plus a shout-out on the show, a better chance of getting your questions answered, and access to other great rewards. It is not easy to keep up this show while raising two young kids at home. But with your help, I can afford to have a little help so I can keep putting out the best stories I know how to tell. And if it's not time to join Patreon, you can also just do us a big favor by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or telling a friend about us. Thanks for hearing me out. Now back to the fun. Let's find out. What if JF Cat tried to drink a bottle of hot sauce and then the bottle of hot sauce tried to take over the world? And what if Fred the dog accidentally turned fairly evil? JF Cat woke up one morning with a deep stretch. Morning, you think I'm the kind of cat that wakes up in the morning? <laughs> Upon closer examination, Jojo Fluffy Cat had slept all the way into the late afternoon again. Jojo! Jojo, where are you? You're nine hours late for our play date. I'm almost about to leave after a few more hours of chewing on this yummy building-shaped stick. It was Fred the Dog, JF Cat's best friend and former president of What If World. Hey, yeah, well, I was president before him. Why wasn't that worth narrating? Of course, yes, uh, Jojo had also been president. Fred the Dog, if you don't stop chewing on the observatorium, so help me. It was Abacus P. Grumbler, wizard extrable you with what? What? That's what I'm asking you. Why? Because you asked me for help. I did. Didn't you? Well, now that you mention it, I do have this accursed hot sauce I need to get rid of. Hey, this story is supposed to be about me, ow. It's like no matter what I do, everyone else gets all the attention. 
but you're sleeping on my windowsill. Oh, so meow windowsills belong to people? Jojo, you're angry, and it's important to be honest about your feelings, said Fred the dog. His voice sometimes sounded a little different, because his tongue was too long for his mouth, and that gave him slightly different speech patterns than what we're used to hearing. Of course I'm angry. This is a story about me, and he's narrating about your tongue. Abacus the wizard was leaning out the window of the observatorium where J.F. Cat sat. And a few feet away under the window, Fred the dog finally stopped chewing on the side of the building. You feel underappreciated, my friend. You see, each of us is always thinking and feeling and living all at once. And sometimes that means we just really don't see each other as clearly as we should. Save your preaching for your students, Abacus. Now give me that hot sauce. What for? Yeah, didn't you hear it was a car seat? Accursed. That's even worse. Can you imagine eating a cursed car seat covered in hot sauce? No, it's just a bottle of hot sauce that was somehow afflicted with a magical curse by someone who is just trying to get the cap off to pour it on my tacos. You mean you didn't have salsa verde? Salsa roja? Not even salsa dancing. Oh, for meowing out loud. And JF Cat swiped the hot sauce from Abacus's hand, easily took off the cap. Must have had one of those wizard-proof seals. And started drinking the hot sauce straight from the bottle. Jojo, stop! It's too spicy! And also cursed. I don't care. I feel bad. And I just want to keep feeling bad. JF Cat's mouth was on fire, literally. And believe it or not, breathing fire wasn't very comfortable for an already upset kitty. Who even buys hot sauce this hot? I heard it held the ghost of a thousand peppers. The fools! If only they'd made it with 999 peppers, Jojo wouldn't be breathing fire. I'm not so sure about that. Quiet, all of you! shouted JF Cat, the fire from his mouth finally starting to die down. If silence and space is what you need right now, you have but to ask. We're your friends, we can respect them. Oh, shh, can you hear that? Hello? Hello? Would someone please pick me up? It was the bottle of hot sauce. The letters on the bottle had rearranged themselves into a working face, and she looked up at them from the grass below the windowsill. Pick yourself up, bottle. You can't count on anyone in this life. Oh, hi, dear hot sauce bottle. I'm Fred. Sorry about my kitty friend. He's a bit grumpy right now, but he's usually very nice. Oh, I'm not grumpy. Hello, Fred. Hello, not grumpy. I'm Saucier, Baroness of Spiciness. And I'm Abacus P. Grumbler. Well, don't think you're all important just because you got a title like Baroness. Oh, I used to be president, but look at me now. Can't even take a nap on a wizard's windowsill without getting an earful. You also ate my scotch tape and coughed it up into my slippers. See? I get nothing but grief from my so-called friends. I'm gonna do you a favor and roll you far away from these people. And JF Cat pushed the little bottle away. It gently rolled down the hillside. Oh, no! Toward the shores of Squid Lake. You're your fluffy cat. You should be ashamed of yourself. Eh, uh, probably. She was asking for help, and you did the opposite. 
Imagine how powerless she must feel. Meow, hang on a minute. No, I got to go find her. What if she falls into the lake? Meow, I don't think. Indeed, Jojo, you did not think. Having a bad day does not entitle you to be cruel. Now, if you'll kindly remove yourself from my windowsill, I've got some slippers that need airing out. <laughs> JF Cat jumped down from the window and slinked away from the observatorium and towards Squid Lake, crouching ashamedly in the grass. He had made himself feel worse and worse until he had done something inexcusable. Hey, I don't need to be reminded of it, Mr. Eric. I'm sorry, Jojo, but our mistakes don't just go away because we ignore them. It was at that moment that JF Cat spied Fred the dog. Standing at the edge of Squid Lake, a wet bottle of hot sauce held in his curly tongue. Oh, I see what you're doing, Mr. Eric, but none of this is my fault. Thank you, Saucia, for freeing me from the shackles of thoughtfulness. Let us take over the world together. From his hiding place in the tall grass, JF Cat could see a drop of hot sauce had slid down the bottle onto Fred's tongue. Say, she was evil the whole time, so I didn't do anything wrong. Did you hear that? Lady, I'm an old dog. I can only hear nearby shouting or kibble getting scooped into a bowl from a hundred yards away. From the bushes, it sounded like a stage whisper. Oh no, she hears me. You mean like when someone speaks with the cadence and quality of a whisper, but they clearly still want to be heard? Yes, we've got to stop them. What if they overheard my plan to take over the world? What plan was that? Remember? I just finished describing the one subtle flaw in my otherwise perfect plan right before I heard that whisper. Ah, really? Should I just repeat the whole thing? Yes, you should. See, there it is again. Listen, if you're worried about people other than me listening to you, you should just send your swarm of enchanted hot sauce squid people after them. No, you shouldn't. Oh, I can't believe you're not hearing this, Fred. And look, those bushes are rustling every time he speaks. Why does talking even cause the bush to rustle? And Saucia did send her army of accursed squid people who had fallen under the spell of her hot sauce when she'd rolled into Squid Lake because someone had refused to help her. Yeah, well, I get it, Mr. Eric. Finally, her hot sauce powers turn you opposite. That's why I've been so much less charming than usual. It has nothing to do with the frustrations and disappointments of life, kind of piling up until I felt a general grumpiness. Actually, I had not figured out how to use my powers until after you took off my cap and flung me down the hill. Now I know that I can only rely on people who I've turned evil with my hot sauce. Oh, it makes me feel so powerful. But feeling powerful at someone else's expense is wrong. Having a bunch of evil enchanted servants won't make you happy. To be fair, she only turned me fairly evil. But I'm gonna do so many shenanigans. Oh, I'm really not interested. They're gonna make people's socks so warm that they have to take them off. And then they can't decide whether to go barefoot or just wear shoes without socks and get sweaty stink foot. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. Then they'll overcook scrambled eggs and cut them into dry little egg balls and be offended. 
offended when you ask for ketchup. Oh, I mean, some people are weird about eggs. And finally, I'll do a third thing. Sillier than the first two things, but also following the pattern of only being fairly evil. Obviously. The squid people were marching across the world. Scuttling, really, but it still looked intimidating. Soon, they will come face to face with all the people of What If World. And with but a dab of my hot sauce, they shall be forever changed. JF Cat wanted to stop them, but he was just one cat. And he was worried if he gave up his hiding place, they'd be able to- It's really not a hiding place anymore. We've been having a conversation with him. Meow, she tells me. And JF Cat darted from the bush as the enchanted squid people scrambled right over to it, carrying Saucia, the Baroness of Spiciness, away toward her destiny. Aww, I'm pretty sure I didn't handle that well. Are you kidding? That was a classic villainous blunder. You'll fit right in with us evildoers. No, no, I'm an evil undoer. It's kind of my thing. JF Cat was talking to Kathunkle, a colossal squidipus. Or a horror beyond imagining, depending on which side of the bed he woke up on. But you made the typical mistake of tyrants. You taught someone to believe that power is the only thing that matters. And then they became more powerful than you. Hey, you're swimming in the lake. Why weren't you turned evil by the hot sauce? Because I'm old enough to understand that there is no switch you can flip to become bad. Our experiences and decisions shape us every day. Then you're immune to hot sauce because of magic. (sighs) But Jojo, that little bottle of hot sauce doesn't have many experiences to draw upon. Just a memory of you. Tossing her into a lake. But it was just a nudge. The outcome was the same. Are you just here to make me feel worse, or are you going to help? Yes. And the Squidipus climbed up out of Squid Lake and stood, dripping with slimy water. Now have you suffered shame? Are you ready to make an unequivocal apology, even if you are not forgiven? Will you allow me to wear you as a cute little hat for a week? Is all of that really necessary? Everything except the bit about the hat. I'll do it anyway. And JF Cat climbed upon Kathunkle's head and rode him all the way to the observatorium. Help! Help! Someone made my socks too warm, and now I don't know what to do with my feet. Don't you have slippers? No. No. And there was Saucia and her army of squid people climbing all over the towers of the observatorium. I've done it. I've conquered the entire world. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, no, just don't ruin this for her. She doesn't realize that the world is more than just a lake in this hill. Saucia, Baroness of Spiciness. I had a moment of thoughtlessness, and I did something inexcusable. I swatted you away like a crystal ball, when I should have been treating you like a crystal person. I'd like to point out that swatting my crystal balls isn't very nice either, Jojo. (laughs) Baby steps, Abacus. I'm so sorry, Saucia. Oh, also, I still have your bottle cap in my cute little fluffy paw. Oh, I thought you might want it. Ooh, that's where it was. Could you please screw it back on my head? Yeah, of course. That was kind of a forced meow. Are you here to criticize me or wear me as a hat? Yes. 
and Cuthuncle stretched down his strange form toward the ground, so JF Cat could gently replace the bottle cap atop Sasia's head. How much better? Then you'll forgive me? No. But I don't feel like ruling the world anymore. Aha, uh-huh. it must have been a cap of evil undoing. I did it. I saved the world. No, you can't undo tyranny by occasionally taking responsibility for your actions. Baby steps, Cuthuncle. But he let his feelings control his decisions and endanger, says the Squidipus who tries to take over the world every month. Oh, right. So is that the lesson? We're all terrible? Or is it that we all can become better? Who wants scrambled eggs? <laughs> oh, those look terribly dry. Please pass the ketchup. Never. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. Fred's still evil. Fairly evil, certainly. Is there enough time left in the story to... Be- uh, I guess not. Well, John and Jonah, I hope you enjoyed your story. It's JF Cat. I'm back to give a shout-out to Layla, who's eight years old. She and her sister Hannah live in Mountain View, California, with their two guinea pigs. Layla loves playing badminton and listening to German audiobooks, of which there are many. And she loves terrorizing her parents with her best JF Cat imitation. Randall Radbot, here to give a rad shout-out to Alex Najafov. He's turning six on October 16th. He has a beep-boop baby brother named Adam. Alex loves Sonic and will have a Sonic-themed birthday. They live in Alpine, New Jersey. Now it's me again, <laughs> to shout out Merlin, who's six years old from Bedford, England. That's Merlin with an R, in case you didn't hear me. And finally, we have Quinn and Zoe, who live in Alameda, California. Thank you as well. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my helper Miss Lynn, and all you kids at home who try to empower others rather than make them feel powerless. Until we meet again, keep wondering. Keep wondering.